Your potential is unlimited. Let me say it again. Your potential is unlimited. I think we sometimes, we limit God drastically. We limit Him. We do. The Holy Spirit lives within us. So here's the basic concept today. When you're born, people have talents. God gives you talent. It's kind of like it's inbred inside you. you you're able to do certain things. Um, I had a picture today I wasn't able to share. We tried it. It didn't work. But my son, my last son, Hunter, he, back when he was seven or eight years old, maybe he was six, seven, somewhere in there. You know, Tanya, you can't remember what, what, who it was. Who was it? James? Hunter? Anyway. So, but this picture he drew, he draws several pictures. I mean, he would draw just intricate, detailed pictures of stuff. It, it, it was like last night he was there. I said, Come here. I said, look, I said, what were, you, what were you thinking when you did this? It took him probably weeks to do one picture, and it was like lines and circles and, and steps and different strokes of the pen. I'm like, what were you thinking? He goes, no, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. <laughs> but I took that and I mounted it, and it's in my office on the wall. Because that, to me, is the gift of the Lord that is coming out through him throughout that hand of his. He has a gift. And uh, he kind of let it lay now the past 10 years, like 10 years. But there's something in there that the Lord has placed. And then when the Holy Spirit, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit comes and lives within you, the Almighty God is now inside your life, and He is unlimited. Okay, you're not with me yet, but you will be. Think about it. The Holy Spirit is inside your life. He walks side by side. He's in there dwelling, and He is able to create things. He is very artsy. I don't know about you, but my senior high school, I loved art. I took uh, two class periods of art my senior year. I, I did it back to back, 8 to 9, 9 to 10. I had two hours of art, and I, I was in there just creating things, throwing pottery and drawing, and I just, I just loved it. Why is that? Because there's something about creating things with your hands. There's something about doing things like that. And the Holy Spirit is all about creating things. What have you created over your lifetime? Do you like to work with wood? I don't like it. I do. Do you, do you like to, to go outside and, and make flower bed arrangements outside? Or do you, do you, no, that's too hot. Okay. Well, do you like to go inside and, and you look at a room and you go, huh, it needs this touch. Or, right? Or, or do you, or do you get inside your car and you go, hey, in that ashtray, it needs to have a Big old sunflower. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know. I drive by people in the car, and I'm going like, uh, no, nothing there going on. Oh, you know, oh, all right. Someone's got some artsy things going on. Or, or you know, like in some people's car, like, wow, they live out of it. You know, oh, my gosh. You're like, what, McDonald's stuff? And, you know. But, but we all have some type of a talent that the Lord has placed in there. And then when the Holy Spirit gets in there, it's unlimited. 
Why is it unlimited? Because he is the creator of all things. And so many times we think too small. We go too small. We, we limit God so much because the Lord wants to work through you. Quick example. I don't know if you were here a couple months ago, maybe three or four months ago, but there was this young lady on stage. She's playing that little cello over there. I say little, it's actually kind of big, but she was playing the cello, and then the worship set was done. But she wasn't done. She wasn't done yet. Everybody's like, oh, my God, that's not in the script. She was just getting with it. And she started playing faster and harder. And next thing you know, there was these tears flowing down her eyes. Next thing you know, there's this, the hand was going crazy. And, and I don't know what she was doing, but she was doing something. And the Spirit of God was just flowing through her, you see, because there's a gift inside her that was coming out. And that's just a smidgen of what God wants to do through her, through us, through you. Because God has made you wonderfully and fearfully. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror? Every day, for hours. Me and the wife always share the mirror. I'm like, I, you know what? I start going to the bathroom now. I get my stuff and I go in there about, this is my mirror. This is my mirror. This is my spot, right? You know, I, I like to have a big bathroom one day with two sinks, right? She's over there. I'm going to throw things at her. But I go in the other bathroom. That's okay. But when you look inside the mirror and you're thinking, Father, what were you thinking? Right? What were you, what were you thinking? The Holy Spirit. created you. The Holy Spirit fashioned you, molded you. I mean, right? You look at your mom and dad and you're thinking, I got his ears and I got his nose and mom's... Isn't it just wild? Isn't it wild? Isn't it wild? I mean, come on. When you have your first child, I mean, y'all have, but when you have your first child, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, my second son, they just had their first child. He's like, Dad. I go, I know. He goes, Dad. I go, I know. What do I do? I, said, I don't know, but I got to go. Good luck. <laughs> You'll figure it out. When he's hungry, you better feed him. When he's dirty, you better clean him up. What do I do, Dad? I don't know. I didn't know either. Did you know? Remember that? But look, you look, you're like, oh my gosh, look the little nose and and the and then the uh, the tongue. And you're like, oh my gosh, and the voice. Wow, we are wonderfully, fearfully made, and the Holy Spirit comes in, and He has the work He wants to do. He has will. Let's jump in. One, two, let's do that. Your potential is unlimited. Why? The Almighty lives within you, the creative one. There's more in you than you know. He looks at you and he sees 
unlimited possibilities. You look at yourself, and you're going, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just ain't got much. I don't bring anything. That's true, right? I bring nothing to the table. Who's got one of those shirts, right? Bring nothing to the table. Wrong answer. <laughs> the Holy Spirit has a ministry. Have you noticed that? Genesis 1-2. Here's his first ministry. Check this out. I'm, I'm not so sure. This, if this is a big deal or not, check this out. Genesis 1-2. Um, now the earth was formless. Okay? It was empty. We can't even envision this, right? Because we weren't there, right? Because all we know is we, there's things out there, right? We have bushes and dirt and trees, and right? But there was nothing there. It was formless, empty, darkness over the surface of the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And what did he start doing? He goes, ah, I think I like some sky. <laughs> Out of nothing he did that. When I make something, I have to have something. I got to have clay to make a pot. I got to have a piece of a limb from a tree to make a stick. Right, I gotta have a piece of wood from Home Depot to, to, to make a window. Right, I have to have something. He had nothing. He just psh, there it is. And then he goes, All right, let's make some earth here. Okay, there it is. How about some stars? All right. All right. How about a moon? Okay, how about how about how about um these bushes? Okay, how about how about okay? Uh, can you imagine what he's doing? He's, he's like, okay, he's just hovering. Okay, okay, all right, um, how about this? Oh, I know, let's make a man so that he can go around and, and trim the bushes and, and take care of the animals. And I was at my house the other day. I got out of the car, and I always plant flowers every year. It takes about three months for them to finally bloom because I go from the seeds. I throw the seeds out, and they grow. And well, I was like, is it ever going to bloom? Yeah, it's coming, it's coming, you know. So finally we get a flower bed three months later. But these huge zinnias. And the other day, this huge swallowtail was on the flower. Okay? It was as big as my hand, the butterfly was. And he was, he was opening his wings and shutting it. And I was like, man, that is beautiful. And the Holy Spirit said, I did that. <laughs> I, I said, you did. He goes, look what I did. I said, wow, Holy Spirit, you're awesome. I go, I tell you what, Holy Spirit, I'm going to see if he'll jump on my finger. And so I went up to the flower. He was doing his little thing, or maybe it was a her, I don't know. And he was just doing this. And so I put my finger out, and go, of course it flew away, you know, whatever. It had nothing to do with me. But have you ever noticed the beauty in the butterfly? How about, how about he created animals? He did, didn't he? That's pre isn't that pretty awesome? And then Adam gets to sit around and go, well, let's see, uh, I'll name it this one, um, zebra. Or, I know, how about an owl? I'll, I'll make an owl. Is that awesome or what? You're like, oh, whatever, Pastor. No, no, look at this. Could you do that? And it breathes. And its head turns around. I mean, come on. I've got one of these. It's fake. I put it on top of my chimney one year. 
And one of my neighbors out there, and he goes, James, what are you doing out there? <laughs> I'm trying to keep them birds that do the stuff on top of your, get them out of it, because they scare that out. But can, hey, can you make one of these? Holy Spirit can. Do I have another picture of something else? What do I got? Some, is it birds? Oh, 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 that's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Back to the mirror. You're awesome. He made you. No, well, yeah, he did, but did he know what he was doing? I mean, it's not really proportional or something's messed up or Holy Spirit is so creative and he lives within you and he wants to accomplish something. He's just not in there for fun. Well, first off, he wants that relationship with you, right? So he wants to be real close. You know, I try to get real close to my wife at night time in bed, but the dog is there. So I can't. And then she growls Okay, 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 I'm over here. I'm over here. Okay, stop. She thinks I'm going to try and move her. No one moves the dog, right? You don't move the dog. She's, losing, she's missing teeth, so I go, I go, ooh, lost another one, did you? She's like, <laughs> just like, I'm like, yeah, pretty soon you'll be going to death. I'll, just, I'll be get real close. You'll be going to death. At the feet of some oatmeal. Anyway. If you only could see how God sees you. Right? We always look at the magazines and the TV, and they're all so perfect looking. No, they ain't. They ain't. Because we know, we know some people that are in Hollywood. I mean, she's beautiful, but she ain't that beautiful. I mean, when she's like in a regular stuff, she's like, she got some problems. Got some pimple issues, and I mean, but don't see that on TV. You don't see it in the magazine. She got issues. She don't walk like she does. On, she got issues. But the Holy Spirit is inside you, the Almighty, and He's unlimited. So why do we limit God? Why are why are we limiting God? Because he has so much more for you. Well, I don't have anything. I don't, I don't have the money to get things done. He does. Well, I don't really have the knowledge to be able to do that. I just can't figure it out. He does. Have you asked him? There are these two guys that were over top building the portable tabernacle. Okay, book of Exodus, the, the people of Israel were moving out of Egypt, and they were going around, and they are trying to get out. And so the Lord goes, I want you to build me a tabernacle. So he got these two guys that were filled with the Spirit, the Bible says. Let's look at that, Exodus chapter 35. Go there real quick. Exodus chapter 35, verse 30, it says this. Exodus 30, that's the second book of the Bible. It says, Then Moses said to the Israelites, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, 
of the tribe of Judah. He has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, understanding, and knowledge of all kinds of work to design artistic designs to work in gold, silver, bronze, stones. These guys were great with all kinds of of tapestry and materials and you name it, these guys knew how to build something, do something. Why? Because the Spirit of God was in them. They didn't know how to do it to begin with, but when the God filled them, they had all these talents that were just bubbling over and they knew exactly how much gold to use, exactly how much silver to use, and they made all these things for the portable tabernacle and it was beautiful. So the Holy Spirit has something he wants to accomplish. And he even said in Ephesians 2.10 that you were his workmanship. Matter of fact, you're his handiwork. He put you together. It's like we used to say in youth at Jeremiah chapter 1. As the Lord was putting you together and knitting you together in your mother's womb, he knitted you together just like you are. You speak the way you speak. You, you twitch or you do motions the way you motion because that's the way God made you. But I don't like that. But that's the way God made you for a reason. You ever try to be someone that you're not? Maybe not you, but anybody ever try to be something like that? You know, guess what? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because you're who you are. For a reason. You're his hands. You're his feet, you're his voice, you're his eyes. We're the body, and he has something he wants to accomplish through his body. And so the Holy Spirit spoke to these two men, and they made all these things with other guys and gals. They created this tabernacle, and they used it for those 40 years in the desert. What an incredible sight it was. Then you have David. King David, he wanted so bad to build the permanent temple. He wanted so bad, he goes, let me build it. And the Lord said, no, no, please let me. And the Holy Spirit said, no, but I'll give you all the plans for it. And he gave him everything he needed to know. And he wrote it down. And then, before he died, he called in his son Solomon. He said, Solomon, here's exactly what needs to happen to build this temple. And he gave it verbatim. Why? The Holy Spirit gave it to him. You know what it tells me? The Holy Spirit's given lots of us things, and we need to write it down. Some of you all need to write it down. I sit sometimes around the house, or I go to Starbucks, or I go underneath the big tree, or I go wherever, at the beach. I, I sit down, and I write down things that the Lord has given me. I write it down. Why? I may not use it today. I've got things in a folder been there for 10, 20, 20 years. It may come to fruition later on. I flip back and go, oh, I remember that. He goes, yeah, we're going to do something with that later. He so wants to use you. He's so creative that he can't wait to work through you. So David told his son, his son built this magnificent temple, and it was awesome. Well, he also builds what? New life. When he comes in, he recreates. Thank God for that. Because you know when you're born? Have you ever noticed when you're born and, and you don't know the Lord, you kind of do things that, that are probably not pleasing in His sight? Have you ever noticed that? 
and he comes in and he cleans you up. And I mean, you still do things that are kind of crazy sometimes, and he helps you and he forgives you, but you start thinking different, you start walking different, you start doing, he, he, he's in there recreating and making things new. He loves to make things new. <laughs> he loves it. Who doesn't love new things, right? Your wife wakes up this morning, she goes, do you notice my hair? I said, no. She goes, man, I got this perm going on thing. I said, uh, what happened? I said, what happened? She curled her hair up, it was all wet, I guess, and it got all curly. Oh, I don't know what. Anyway, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't notice. So many times we don't notice that the Holy Spirit is inside us and wants to do something creative. What? And you may be scared to death. Well, I can't, I don't, I don't know. I, he wants to use you to do something very creative. Because you were dead, but now you're alive. You were separate, but now you are what? You are with Him. You were without God. You, you were excluded. You were a foreigner, but now you've been brought near. See, the blood does a lot of great things. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. And the Holy Spirit's in there doing some creative work. Have you ever read that Psalm 139, 14? Would you all, uh, Psalm 139, 14, look, look what it says. You know this verse. I just said it a few minutes ago. Psalm 139, 14, it says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hmm. What does that really mean? To be fearfully and wonderfully made. He weaved you. He fabricated. He invented. The, he, he was completing and, and, and he forecasted and he thought through exactly how he wanted to create you and he did it. And it's much like creation. When he did this first day, he got done. It says, it was good. And then he did this and, that, and he said, and it was good. He got down the third day and it was good. And he gets down to you, he creates you, and he says, man, that is very good. He goes, man, that's good. Look what I did. Oh, that's really good. And you're going, huh, no, no. You've got to start thinking different. You've got to start reading his word and finding out how precious you really are in his sight. You're precious. You're beautiful. You're amazing. And you have so much potential. It's unlimited. We hold ourselves back. You were his idea. You are not alone. You have a destiny. Yeah, but I'm, I'm 105. You still have a destiny. But I'm only six. Oh my gosh. can't walk good. My, my right leg's all messed up. Well, my eyesight's not that good. Don't you think he knows that? Isn't it funny how we always think, well, I don't know. I... You are on his mind all the time. Does that blow your mind? He's thinking about me all day long. 
No, don't get me wrong. I don't think about you all day long. Do you think about me? No. Now, you may think about that next QT run. I mean, I get that. It's on my mind all the time, right? Can't wait to get home, see the wife. Just want to go QT with me. He, you are on his mind all the time. What's that telling you? He's waiting for you to do something and realize that he wants to create something. What's he want to create? I don't know. But he's waiting to do something. Are you game? Are you all in? All your heart, soul, mind, soul, strength? Or is it just kind of, well, I'll give you Sunday. But Monday, Tuesday, I'm busy, 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 busy. Right? Busy, busy. But I give you Sunday. I get it. We're busy people, right? But you're able to stop and give him part of your day. He likes that. You are the focus of everything the Holy Spirit will do today. Let me show you how beautiful you are. The body, it consists of iron, sugar, salt, carbon, iodine, phosphorus, lime, calcium, and, and others. The body has 263 bones, 600 muscles, 970 miles of blood vessels. That's a lot of miles. From my driveway to Destin, it's 770 miles. That's a long way. You have 400 cups on the tongue for taste. You ever magnified the the tongue? Kind of weird looking, right? (laughs) He did that. Can you imagine him creating the body? He's like, okay, let's see here. Put a little, little cup thing on your, on your, on your tongue. And this side of the tongue is going to be, you're going to have that, that bitter taste. Don't be on the side of the tongue. Isn't that wild how that works? Could you do that? Uh-uh. Almighty in you can do anything. But he's, oh, he, he doesn't have, he can't do it. Are you kidding me? Ten million nerves and branches. You have 20,000 hairs. Well, some have 20,000 hairs. Oh, this is in the ears. I'm sorry. 20,000 hairs inside the ears so you can hear. Well, some of the youth have only have 10 left. Too much loud that the hairs fall off. But anyway, just kidding. Hunter blew his speakers there. I said, oh, you blew your speakers. You must have had it kind of loud. Just a smoke around the back of the trunk. Oh, just come around the back of the trunk. <laughs> oh, crazy kids. I love it. 600 million air cells in the lungs. 600 million? How do they count that? 2,400 gallons of air daily you breathe in. The heart beats 4,200 times an hour and transport 12 tons of blood daily? Can you do that? 
The Holy Spirit can do anything. We limit God so much, don't we? You are fearfully and wonderfully made for a reason. I wonder why. Why did he do that? I wonder why God would do something like that. Why would he create man and do all this stuff and then put him on the earth knowing that Adam's going to do what he did? Why would he do something like that? You are so unique. Mm-mm-mm. When the Holy Spirit creates, he creates. In the beginning, and still today, he can do and does create out of nothing. He can do whatever he wants to do, when he wants to do it, as much as he wants to do, however he wants to do, because he's the Holy Spirit, and he'll do what he wants to do, but he wants to use you mightily where you are. But here's the problem. Some of us have bad self-esteem. Well, can't do that. You know what? You need to remember that you're fearfully and wonderfully made and that he has you on his mind every day, all day, and that he wants to work through you and that you are his masterpiece, handmade and treasured. Matter of fact, you need to tell your kids every day, you need to rub their head, look in their eyes, and tell them, you are wonderfully and fearfully made. God loves you so much. He created you. He loves you. You're awesome. You can do it. You need to build that self-esteem in your kids. Maybe you haven't had that. Maybe you have low self-esteem. You need to go to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, what is Pastor James trying to say? What are you trying to say in your word? What are you trying to say? He'll reveal to you exactly what he wants you to know. He'll tell you. He'll say, you're beautiful. You're awesome. You're magnificent. You're magnificent. Are you grabbing it today? How beautiful you really are? The Holy Spirit wants to create an amazing work in your heart. He does. Well, if you compare yourself to others, that's not good. If, if we notice that the things that we lack, eh, don't do that. If we criticize ourselves, don't do that. Walk away from it. I know. We all fall short, don't we? We all fall short. Just think about how God still used Moses, even though in his moment of anger, he killed an Egyptian. And buried him in the sand. How could God use a murderer? Did he? Yeah. The things you've done doesn't matter. God will forgive you. He fills you. And he will use you mightily because why? He has something he wants to do. And so Paul, you know Paul, he persecuted the church. God used him. Peter, just a simple fisherman. He denied Jesus not once, not twice, but three times he denied Jesus. And Jesus still used him. So 
So why are we limiting God? Why do we not realize that we are wonderfully and fearfully made? How are you limiting God? Why are you limiting God? You're beautiful. You're amazing. The Holy Spirit inside wants to do an incredible work. And there's a, uh, a song that I had that I was playing. I found it, and uh, I'm going to play it this morning. I want you to hear these words, okay? Because um, it's about to take place. I don't know when, and I'm not sure how. But all I'm going to tell you is this, is that something, something is about to happen. Huh? Uh-huh. Can you hear that? Uh-huh. Old school. Yep. That's right. Start swinging. It's okay. We're in church. Ain't nobody else here but us. Come on, Brother Womack. I see you smiling. Yeah. Put your hands together. Too bad I can't play guitar. I'd be jamming right now. Woo! Someone sing it. Do you hear that? Did you hear that? Something good is about to happen. Isn't it? You got to believe that. You have to believe that in your spirit. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. When? I don't know. It could be next minute. It could be next month. It could be next year. But something is about to happen. You got to believe it. You got to speak it. There was a prophet that spoke over me and the wife years ago. And she told her to say a certain phrase every day for the next two weeks or whatever. Why was she telling her to do that, to say that over and over? There's something about speaking it and hearing it and then believing it. you got to believe what's in this word. It's true. It's alive. It's active. And the Holy Spirit, like right now, he's all over that. He's like, man, just read it. Just, just get into it. Oh, man, it's good. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. And he wants to do an amazing thing in your life. Doesn't he? Yes. He wants to do an amazing thing. The thing is, are you open? Are you open to what the Holy Spirit wants to do? So what's your prayer today? What would your prayer sound like today? Father, just use me in creating me a clean heart. Yes, Father, but create me something new. Use me, Father. Give me the knowledge, understanding. What are you doing today so that I can accomplish what you want to do? You ever pray that prayer? Father, use me today for whatever you want to do. So many times it's, Father, got the electric bill. Father, car's broken. Father, the house, Father, my husband, he don't know what he's doing. Father, he, right? I mean, nothing wrong with that. You better pray those prayers. I do all the time. But there's something different about it. Lord, what can I do for you today? 
Holy Spirit, I know you're in there. And you're creative, so how can I be creative with you today? What can I do today? I loved going to an art class. I get in there, and my teacher, she drove in every day from Louisville. She lived in Louisville, up to the small school where I was at. And that girl, she was crazy. You know, art teachers are crazy anyway. It's crazy, man. She'd just take things and just make things artsy. I mean, was, you know, she'd get like a guitar, and she'd get all these little beads, and she'd glue them all over the guitar. I'm like, what's all that? She's just, just crazy things, you know, just stuff she did. What really hurts me makes me cry is when you see someone that's really talented and artsy and they're not living for God. And you're thinking, God has something so special for you, right? Well, you're fearfully, you're wonderfully made. I hope you got that in your spirit. And I hope today you ask him sometime throughout the day,